Most people that sit and watch television all the time don't think for themselves. They simply get almost by osmosis from television what's now politically correct, and they have to prattle it amongst themselves to, to make sure you're one of the crowd. They don't want to be outsiders. People are terrified today of being different. Even the youngsters who think they're rebelling are given the outfits to wear, whether it's rain pipe trousers and winkle picker shoes or baggy pants with the crotches down to their knees. They're all given by very old experts in culture creation. Think you think this is your generation. Planned from birth to death. That's the dream of the new golden age for those who will be back with more after these messages.
So when we're so busy playing ourselves and being happy and yapping at your cell phones or watching TV and laughing at canned comedies, remember what's really happening in this world and what you're allowing to happen by your silence because you'll eventually be eaten by this big eating machine that's going around the world. And I will put up the transcript of the inquiry and a link to the audio as well from a witness who was shot a few times in the back but managed to survive. This is the, the glory, the glory of war. You almost hear the brass bands and the marching going on. We've got to start thinking what's really, really happening in this world and where it's supposed to go. And remember, it's supposed to come right back here. Because that which the U.S. has created, and maybe perhaps even the very reason for being that America was set up to do, is almost accomplished. Once it's accomplished, they'll be doing the same thing back home. You submerge into the world system you helped create. Now, once in a while, I give little tests for myself, really. It's almost like doing little polls to find out who's awake, who's really awake. And I know today people are overloaded with data. That's part of the, the problem with the system we're living in. And it's also a help to those who control the system. They know everyone's overloaded with data and memories are very short. They're very short as you're always given daily some new crisis to talk about. And right now we have the Bilderberger meetings going on and so on. And this has been going on, remember, since the 50s. And the people who attend don't discuss what they do. However, we do know that those who are invited end up being governors or presidents or prime ministers. They get the nod and the wink to carry on. But rather than follow the mainstream news at the moment, I mentioned something that's very, very important because last week and then on uh, Monday, I mentioned the fact that uh, a rear admiral, Chris Parry, was now the head of a whole collective of private schools in Britain. And I mentioned the fact, too, that uh, he talked about creating a real metric system where they could download children with languages, for instance, new skills without having to study. Now, don't you ever believe for an instant that a rear admiral, Mr. Christopher Parry, is going to do this to help the children? This man was the head of the, the United uh, Britain's, basically, the Department of Defenses, Department of Strategy. Now, when I say strategy, I'm talking about these guys that sit and look at the world geopolitically for five-year wars here, ten years in the future, a war there, maybe 30, even 40, maybe even 50 years, another war there. That's what they mean by strategy. It's ongoing. And between those wars, they have softening up periods and they taunt and so on, where they put in agents and payoffs to try and alter the cultures before they take those countries over. Long, long-term strategy. That's how Britain's always worked. And 
I mentioned too in the last talk about a Chris Parry, an ex-Rear Admiral Chris Parry, or a Rear Admiral, who at the time, in 2006, wrote a book called The New Goths Are Coming. This is the guy, same guy, you see. It's the same guy. He was the head of the Department of Defense's Strategic Planning Committee. The head, who's now in charge of schools. That should be a red flag right away. This is the same man. And I wanted to see how many people connected the two talks with the same name. I got one person who realized this was the same guy. So that's a little survey, you see. And it also tells you, all of you who think you're awake, and most folk do who listen to these shows, that you're still not thinking, you're still not connecting for yourselves because of information overload. And it's quite understandable. But yeah, this character who wrote uh, the, the, this, new, this book, of course, about the Goths and so on, the new Goths are coming. And, and everything's going to be terrible in the future, and they'd have to use all these kinds of new weapons, etc., to control people's... is now in charge of the private schools for Britain. Why would they put a guy like that in charge of private schooling? Well, it's because the techniques and technologies that he's talking about, he's discussing, are here. They have them. And they will be using them, first and foremost, on those who are going to be your middle-level overlords, the bureaucracies, and they come mainly from the private schools. That's why. And to show you how they've debased the culture so much with all these shows and the art shows and all the rest of it, and I was mentioned before that all shows, all major shows start in Britain and then you have spin-off copies across the planet. Most companies don't realize they all come from Britain. And here's one now to show you how far we've sunk from supposedly a 70s peacetime and demonstration era. Even into the 80s we're having big demonstrations. And there's none today. This is how far we've sunk and we've become warlike. We're all, we're all into the G-Man stuff and, and the, the Robocop and, and the, new, the new trooper with all his smart gear on. Everybody seems to be impressed. Here's the BBC, which doesn't surprise me. That's a British Broadcasting Corporation. Remember, it's owned by the government. And it's always been used as a tool of manipulation of the minds of the whole society of Britain. And this is from the 30th of May, 2008. Inventors urged to devise weapons. This is for a television show. Inventors are being asked to come up with new military weapons, but their ideas first have to pass a Ministry of Defense panel. Now, this is modeled after a show they started you with about a year ago, I think, where you come up with new businesses and you go in front of these tycoons that give the thumbs up or the thumbs down your idea. So you see where it's going. In a similar format to the hit BBC TV show Dragon's Den, academics will pitch ideas at the Centre for Defence Enterprise in Harwell, Oxfordshire. The Minister of Defence said new innovations on any area of the forces, including weapons, bombs and clothing, would be considered 
The project has a £2 million budget to fund the development of selective projects. But Dr Helen Almy from the centre said inventors would not face the type of grilling handed out on Dragon's Den as they would not be seeking investment in their own companies. She added that the show is very much where people are looking for investors in that one. We're not involved in tasking equity. We are offering research contracts so we can get the best science and technology into armed forces. Looking across the board, anything for the Army, Navy, and RAF will be considered. The Minister of Defence said it had a £2 million budget to fund early developments of any ideas, but if any projects needed to be taken further, the science programme budget worth £500 million could be used. This is I'm getting all of society into this war thing. Isn't it incredible? And all the weirdos with strange ideas will be all be just sweating to get into this kind of stuff. I'll be back with more after this break.
and the signs are very ominous because we know that those at the top already and have been for a long time openly totalitarian and that's your bottom line to totalitarian and they're prepared for massive riots this Department of Defense same Department of Defense is giving them awards for the weirdo wacko psychopaths to give up better weaponry it's the same Department of Defense that predicted that 30 years of riots are coming up and they're, they're ready for it right down to using neutron bombs in selected areas and so on on us we, we us the people the people you see that's what we're living in terrible times and there's no marching in the streets here with protest banners where are all the big NGO groups well we know who employed them that's why they're not on the streets it's the leaders who are very well employed very well paid too I'm going to go to the phones now and talk to Andrea from New York. Are you there, Andrea? I am. Hello, Ellie. Um, Hello. Um, a few years ago in New York City, there was an opera produced called uh, Violet Fire. It was about the life of Nikola Tesla. And just recently I was reading uh, that Violet Fire also has to do with the uh, star Sirius, the dog star um, yeah. Do you know about this? Do you know about this uh, connection? Uh, or, or I know all the associations uh, between Nikola Tesla and Violet Fire and uh, this dog star series? Yeah, that's standard stuff to do with uh, the Orion, the hunter on all ages, and his faithful follower, uh, Canis Major and Minor. And, of course, uh, Sirius is a dog star. The eye of the dog star really is what they always refer to it to uh, with that particular title of Violet Fire. Yeah. What would it have to do with Nikola Tesla? If, if uh, it depends who wrote the article. You'll find a lot of uh, organizations try to claim him as their own, meaning he was, he was in, inducted into the societies, etc., etc., and they'll claim that they, he was one of theirs. You'll find even the Rosicrucians at the top claim he's one of theirs, into alchemy, etc., etc., and, uh, and other organizations and other Masonic groups will claim he would, they were, he belonged to them. But they all go along with the same the same uh, terminology they'll use and allegories, and they always use the stars or solar or uh, um, uh, lunar terminology to describe certain actions and things and so on. But that's how the alchemists used to talk to each other rather than speak openly about because even they were into making weaponry and all the rest of it um they used uh, they used uh, vague terminology which they all understood but listeners would never catch on to what they're actually saying when they talked amongst the, the, each other yeah mm -hmm. okay thank you okay do. and uh, now we've got uh, oh red one again from jordan are you there red one Yes, I'm sorry for stalking you. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it this night because we had a gathering uh, last evening, and then we had a discussion uh, with, with ten persons about connection that 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 that. Uh, that I think you hold on till after the break. Yeah, hold on till after the break. Hear the music coming in. 
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. This is Alan Watt cutting back in connection with the Matrix. And I've got Red One from Jordan. So are you still there, Red One? Yeah, I'm still here. Hello? I'll try to be short. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go yeah, ahead. Uh, we had a gathering and uh, we had a discussion about a uh, club. It's called the Toastmasters International Club. And uh, I found uh, proof that uh, there was a connection between the Toastmasters International and the Toastmasters in Britain. Do you know something about them? Uh, about the, you see the Toastmasters? Yeah, Toastmasters, it's a free... Huh? For what organization? Yeah, it's an organization, it's a free masonry organization, the yeah. Toastmasters. Yeah. I thought maybe you knew something about them. Yes, they all had their Toastmasters, it, it, yeah. And uh, in fact, many people come go to functions, in fact, that are laid on by Masonic groups and they don't even know and uh, it becomes tradition even through society to have the Toastmaster as well but um, is, is there more to the story or you're trying to connect Freemasonry in one country to the next no they have here a club in Jordan it's a Toastmaster International Club in which they uh, do uh, communication skill exercises uh -huh. um, yeah. well, and now I wanted to know if there was a link with Freemasonry. Oh, there will be. There's no doubt. If you if you look to their yeah. logo, they have uh, uh, the globe of the Earth with two ga two wooden gables and a cross yeah. and, uh, behind the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing because uh, the the Earth even could be symbolized by by the square. Or, or the earth itself, a globe, because that means the female and, and the compass is the male, uh, or spirit, and, you know, and, and that's what they're really referring to. There are many ways to do their symbols, but it's the same symbol. Uh, so sure, a gable is just, again, the shape of a gable is a compass, you see. Yeah. So yeah, these organizations are worldwide. You find them all through India. When the British Army went there, they used to have the traveling lodge with them and they thought they were the only ones that had Freemasonry at that time when they went into India and they were shocked to find lodges all over India already there and you'll find them throughout the, the main cities of the planet wherever you go this is the religion behind all religions you'll find those who are the heads of the mainstream religion are very often Masons themselves and they guide the shepherds along this Masonic uh, journey uh, unbeknownst to the followers and uh, they have them in the Vatican they have them everywhere now I think even the Archbishop of Canterbury for, for the Anglican Church is a Mason he's also a member of the Old Order of Druids which is another shoot off of the Masonry Winston Churchill was in it at one time anyone who's anyone in the, the system is a member of this hidden religion yeah. it's out in the open but it's hidden too yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the, the, the group was divided in three. You had the neutral ones, then you had the ones that uh, gathered in that Toastmasters club, and then me actually being the conspiracy theorist. Yes. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought maybe you knew some more about them. But okay, 
uh, I think uh, this will do. Yes. Oh, there's a lot more. I'm trying to get my screen up, though. Uh, I can't get... Uh, okay. We've got a bad connection here. That's what it is. Uh, so I'm going to call some place I'm using and call me back. Thanks for calling in, though. And I might go on about that in more detail in some talk. Okay? So I'll hang up right now while they call me back. Back and we're coming to the matrix again, and we've got a new line. Uh, something happened to the other one. This is pretty common, and and you know, people can put it down to coincidence and so on. But remember, I've, I've read reports from the papers themselves, from official declarations, from the, the Pentagon and others, where they have these special teams all set up now to either harass people they don't like, or simply pull you down, and. I do get a lot of problems on the internet too now. It's just it's every day. So you know you're being played with, with these youngsters, the employee, to do this harassing. So we've got to keep going on and, and do it. Now, I think red one is still on the line. Are you still there? Are you, is he gone? He's gone, okay. But so, yeah, Freemasonry really is, it's amazing how it's within every little village, town, city, and people take it for granted as some little institution. But you have to get into the books to find out what they're all about. And you find as you go up the ladder in all these groups, because they're all different names for the same bunch, really, that you're into eugenics. It's all to do with breeding programs, superior types, inferior types, and even the higher ones went into the old golden age stuff that all is prattling on about, how do we bring back a new golden age? where the gods ruled and walked the earth. And guess who the new gods are? You know, those who've already understood that they're at the top of the, the food chain, that they own the planet, they have the power of life over death, and the power of life over people, and death over people. They can decide if we're going to be born or die. But that's where it is today. And these are the new gods, of course, and they'll have the longevity genes given to them, like David Suzuki, the geneticist, who does all the popular animal shows on television, and has brainwashed us all into the, to the, just a, a virus on the planet. There's too many of us. And he works with the United Nations, the World Wildlife Fund, and all these organizations. But you'll find eugenics is at the top of Freemasonry as you start to go up their books and selective breeding, special breeding is a prime part of it and they have no problem at the 33rd degree This is Alan back again on Cutting to the Matrix and I shouldn't really mention the fact that they have these teams that are set up to harass people because I just got cut off again and I guess with a little nasty, a little nasty psychopath, very young one probably, who's bored being on the late shift, who's been told he can play himself, and he's doing it. And that's what these, these new cyber cops are doing, is playing with us, you see. And they'll be given all the power and right to do it. And of course, there's no comeback. You know they're doing it because it's, it's so darn frequent. 
but you can't come back and get them on it, especially when you have backing of the Pentagon. But I was going into masonry there, as I said, and I was talking to myself again. I'll, I'll try to talk to you now, since I'm rehooked, and tell you that, that uh, Freemasonry is all about eugenics. Simple enough. Inferior types, superior types, and those at the top of the tree, through eons of special selection of their mates, are the new gods, you see. And they have the right to lead all the rest of you along a certain path, or even to your own extinction. And they have the power of gods. Gods, you see, the old gods of the Golden Age, have the right of power of life and death over people. And they will decide if you're going to live or die. In some countries, they already do. And when they have their full scientific way and back it with science, scientific reasons, you see, it'll be the normal. And that's where it's all heading towards. Now, I was reading a study recently about cell phones and how we adapt again. You remember what Skinner said? Skinner talked about if you want to alter behavior, you alter something in their environment. And that includes putting something in their environment that wasn't there before, like a radio, a television, or, or even a cell phone. And we adapt to it so quickly, maybe one out of five million will ever stop and question why they're given this. They just want it. You know, just want it. I want to buy that. That's it. There's no question to it. There's never any quizzes to the work that went into it. Why this particular type of the device? What else can it do? Why would these people at the top give us this particular thing? And even when they unravel what they've been doing with it, such as tracking and tracing people and so on, it still doesn't bother them. They, they don't think that they're one of those who are being followed and watched and all the rest of it. But here's an article from Scientific American, and it's about cell phone. And I've got quite a few articles, including all the studies that MIT are doing with uh, tracking people and so on, and, and following up their behavior and getting patterns of behavior from every individual by tracking that phone and the messages too, by the way. And this is Scientific American, May 7, 2008, Mind Control by Cell Phone. Electromagnetic signals from cell phones can change your brainwaves and behavior, but don't break out the aluminum foil head shields just yet, it says. It says, hospitals and airplanes ban the use of cell phones because their electromagnetic transmissions can interfere with sensitive electrical devices. Could the brain also fall into that category? Of course, all our thoughts, sensations, and actions arise from bioelectricity generated by neurons and transmitted through complex neural circuits inside our skull. Electrical signals between the neurons generate electric fields that radiate out of brain tissue as electrical waves that can be picked up by electrodes touching a person's scalp. And to cut a long story short, they've found that they can actually do the same thing with a cell phone. They can use it as you would use an electrocephalograph you see you don't have to actually strap it on your skull or put probes it can actually pick up the very faint electromagnetic patterns in your brain and it can send it back to anyone who's looking in those with the right equipment and monitor your brainwave patterns this ties in with 
projects that Windows uh, happens to. Windows is one organisation working on this. I no doubt that that Admiral Chris Parry and his bunch at the, the British Navy were another one uh, to do with a, a, real, a virtual reality because one device that they have is a ring to put on the head so as you become interactive with the computer and it will basically read your brain patterns uh, or record those patterns uh, in other words it's recording you as an individual and then it will coordinate new messages into your brain and you'll see, maybe see, maybe see or feel or, or even sense a, a presence of people around you as you're into this brave new world of a virtual reality. That's one method, but the other one is with a, a type of antenna, a broadcasting antenna built into the screen itself. So you won't have, even need the helmet on top or the little circle on top of your head, your little halo it'll be able to pick you up as you sit in front of the computer. So this is, this is, this is all tying in together. You've got to always tie things together to see where they're going and where they've actually been because whenever we get the news, it's old, old stuff. Now, I've got callers back on the line, so I'll try Mark from Kentucky. Are you there, Mark? Yes, I'm here. Uh, apparently, you're really pushing someone's buttons today. Keep doing that kind of stuff to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much along a Christian line of thinking, but even I um, I'm beginning to understand that hey, that this problem that we're dealing with, as far as uh, the Illuminati, uh, even Zionism and everything else, really, really also goes back, you know, many thousands of years even past the, the biblical history, going back to like places like Egypt and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm trying to figure out, though, is is who, what is the head of this piece? Is, is it the Illuminati? That's 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 the the, the bloodlines and so on and so forth that yeah. is controlling all this, or is it or is it the or is it the Zionists that control the Illuminati that's controlling all this? What you've got. There's even a pre, a pre-Judaic system, mm-hmm. and it was on the go. I am sure from the very birth of Sumer. I think right. from a previous age. I think the, the, the Somalians and all that. Yeah, the long, even the Hurrians long before the Sumerians. I we've had we've, we've been here for millions of years, you know, right. and archaeologists are turning up even older civilizations all the time. Uh, civilizations that had uh, certain sciences, etc. But remember that the first science that, that uh, the psychopathic type goes for is to understand the people. So yeah. even even when Sumer came into existence, they understand they understood the collective mind, the the people themselves, and they brought in a system. And that's the key. They brought a system. It did not slowly develop uh, a monetary system and commerce and, so, and priesthoods, it pretty well sprung up quickly. Each See, I'm the along, same thing. But I'm, also, I'm also along the line that, that, that I, I wouldn't blame it solely on the Zionists, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. What, I've been, what I've been able to understand and read about it is that, uh, yeah, we do have the Illuminati, and it does go all the way back, you know, way back to ancient Egypt and all that and beyond. Mm-hmm. But the ones that seem to be implementing it the most, and actually with the idealisms and stuff like that, the secret societies such as Skull and Bones, 
and uh, Masons and everything else. It's, it's, it's like a form of uh, Kabbalah, which looks into all that back in that time, too. Yeah, you can understand, even the term Zionist, you understand <laughs> most, most, most Zionists are not Jews. Oh, no, oh, no. Technically, technically, all, all Freemasons are Zionists. Yeah. You see, Zion is a composition, Kabbalistically speaking, of, of the sun and the moon. That's the comprisation of the two words together is Zion. It's the yep. sun over the pyramid, the capstone which you'll see in movies and so on. Hold yep. on, and I'll be back after these messages. Hi, folks. This is Alan Watt back, cutting through the matrix. And see, the true Mount Zion, the true Mount Zion is a perfect pyramid. That's what they mean. That's why it's given all this holy allegory and so on. It's a perfect shaped pyramid, perfecting that which was left imperfect, meaning any mountain is therefore imperfect in their eyes. It's been man-made, etc. It's talking about society and the world and everything in it. That's what they mean, really. And sin, uh, you take the first two letters of sin, which mean the world of darkness and under the moon, the land of the profane, as they call it, the wilderness of sin. You take that and you take you take uh, on, which is the virile part of the sun, the phallic symbol of the sun. And so it's a, it's a, it's a unification of, of the sun and the moon, also symbolic of heaven and earth coming together, the perfection, as they call it, in their own religion of, and this is not Judaism, it, it, this is the, the high occultic tradition of all the ages. Uh, they'll make a world which will be symbolized as a perfect pyramid, which will be capped. But when it's, when it's uncapped, they'll often show you the uncapped pyramid with the sun going over the top in movies like Arthur C. Clarke's 2001, near the beginning. That's, that's, the, that's what they often show you, that which is to come through science, mind you, because it's through science that you will conquer. And science is so close to seance. And if you go into a lot of the big scientific names down through history, they'll tell you that their ideas came to them almost like in a dream from elsewhere. Kind of interesting. So you have to really wonder what is guiding this world and what's in these particular people. Some say it's the battle of the ages of good and evil, a battle that never stopped. It's still ongoing. The end is yet to come. But in the meanwhile, we do have people who truly believe in the Illuminati as such, which is a vague term because it encompasses so many levels of them. And technically, again, all Freemasons are supposedly illumined when they're, uh, they're risen up on the Master's degree. But you've met them in your own areas, not too bright, but they'll never get up the ladder. But those who do get up the ladder with the right qualities and credentials uh, can create an awful lot of mischief, and they do. They get powerful positions, they're the psychopathic types, they're weeded out, and they've been tested and tested and tested, uh, often unknown to themselves, to see if they can keep secrets and keep their mouths shut, and those are the ones who go up to the top. They have a desire to put power over people. 
and the world they're bringing in in the secular world novus ordo seclorum means secular or worldly the secular world to be run by the minds supposedly of the best men who of course as I've said are all psychopaths means we're in big big trouble because there's no sacredness in anything left even our own human bodies they do as they wish they'll take organs from them even if you've said no that's law already in some countries and and I'm talking about countries in the west as well and we're in for a horror show as science becomes the new lord and master the science and the wisdom of the ages manifests and rears its ugly head we should all be very worried and it truly is a war of the individual against this monstrosity at the top so from Hamish and myself it's good night from Ontario, Canada and may your God or your gods go with you